Hello and welcome to Together Apart for the Tuesday of Holy Week. This is the second in a series of podcasts produced by the Shropshire and Marches Methodist Circuit. And our hope is that each of these will help all who listen to remember the events between Palm Sunday and Easter Day, the events that Jesus faced as he took that final journey to the cross and beyond. Each one of these will be based on the Gospel reading taken from the lectionary as told according to John's Gospel. Today I'd like to thank the Reverend Kim Stilwell for providing today's reflection and also thank Pastor Jacob Molyneux for providing some music which will be played just after the reflection to help us to further meditate on the events as told in John chapter 12. The one who created us comes willingly to suffer for us. Let us spread our resolve before him like branches of palm. The Almighty comes to us as one gentle and lowly of heart. Let us put on clothes of humility and praise. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Let us watch and wait with him. The Gospel of John, chapter 12, beginning to read at verse 20. Now there were some Greeks among those who went up to worship at the feast. They came to Philip who was from Bethsaida in Galilee, with a request. Sir, they said, we would like to see Jesus. Philip went to tell Andrew. Andrew and Philip in turn told Jesus. Jesus replied, the hour has come for the Son of Man to be glorified. I tell you the truth, unless a grain of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it remains only a single seed. But if it dies, it produces many seeds. The one who loves his life will lose it, but the one who hates his life in this world will keep it for eternal life. Whoever serves me must follow me, and where I am my servant also will be. My Father will honour the one who serves me. Now my heart is troubled, and what shall I say? Father, save me from this hour. No, it was for this very reason I came to this hour. Father, glorify your name. Then a voice came from heaven. I have glorified it and will glorify it again. The crowd that was there and heard it said it had thundered. Others said an angel had spoken to him. Jesus said, 
This voice was for your benefit, not mine. Now is the time for judgment on this world. Now the prince of this world will be driven out. But when I am lifted up from the earth, I will draw all men to myself. He said this to show the kind of death he was going to die. The crowd spoke up. We have heard from the law that the Christ will remain forever. So how can you say the Son of Man must be lifted up? Who is this Son of Man? Then Jesus told them, You are going to have the light just a little while longer. Walk while you have the light, before darkness overtakes you. The one who walks in the dark does not know where he is going. Put your trust in the light while you have it, so that you may become sons and daughters of the light. And when he had finished speaking, Jesus left and hid himself from them. How often have I said to myself or to others, oh, I'd love to do that if I only had time, time to pray, time to be still, time to read more, time to reflect with God on each day, time to spend with my children, with my family. For us, there are only three days to Good Friday. And in today's reading, there seems to be a thread running through of time being short. There doesn't seem to be time for Jesus to spend with the Greeks who wanted to speak with him. There's little time left for the crowd to be with the Christ who's to be lifted up on the cross. Time for them to know the presence of the light, to walk in the light, to put their trust in the light. For once, time seems to be something that we do have a bit more of on our hands. Too much time for some, so that box sets and puzzles, sudokus and the like, novels, all come into their own. But there are time bombs ticking. This reading cannot fail to remind us of our own mortality, which is perhaps brought into focus by this virus. Jesus knows the length of his days. For us, there's uncertainty. We may be reminded by the figures in our news of the possibility that either our loved ones or we ourselves may not live forever. If we knew that we would succumb, would we be glad that we had used the time left completing the box set? Walk. While you have the light, Jesus says. The change in weather has brought for the first time for a long time the possibility to stand outside and feel the warmth of the sun and be immersed in the sounds of nature and notice the beauty of even the humblest of flowers. Someone I knew spotted their first swallow and perhaps there is time to ponder the miracle of their return. The opportunity to be still and allow God's creation to speak to us inwardly. This is precious time to be grounded in our belonging to God, a part of that creation. Time to let his light illuminate our being and our doing. Time well used. Not necessarily in frenetically chalking up good works, though of course, 
There are good works which we can and willingly shall do, but time spent in glorifying God, knowing and revealing his love in our lives, in words, in silence, in deeds, and in being laying, laid aside, being still, in focusing on the reason that we exist. Jesus says it was for this very reason that I came to this hour. The opportunity is there more than ever to wonder what that reason is for us, to walk in the light. The other time bomb isn't so much a bomb as an explosion of joy when the prince of this world is driven out, when the virus is defeated. Some months away this will be over. And then what? Business as usual? I signed a petition for a global ceasefire while we face the common ed enemy of COVID-19. But does that mean that if and when the pandemic is over, we can breathe a sigh of relief and get back to fighting one another, resuscitating the old world with all its hatred and greed, its ignorance of God? What a tragedy if we haven't used these times to plan how we might seize the opportunity for change, for doing things better, both individually as a church and as God's world. What darkness there will be if it turns out the Prince of Darkness isn't driven out at all, but returns renewed in strength and in a new guise. Sir, they said, we would like to see Jesus. The time is limited. Maybe for some, our lives too are limited. Certainly for all, there is this enforced opportunity to stand back and look at our lives, our church, our world. Let's walk while we have the light. Let's find how we can glorify God. Here are some questions to ponder. And I suggest you focus on just one that seems important to you. How can I create space to know that I am in the presence of God during these times, to know that I belong to him? And secondly, how can I glorify God in word, in deed, or in silence? What is the very reason that I am here? And thirdly, Jesus speaks of a grain of seed falling to the ground and dying in order to grow and multiply. What are the present things that have done their time and need to be let, let go of in order that new fruit may, might come? May God bless us that we may truly walk in the light while we have the light. Amen.
So let us pray. Lord Jesus Christ, we think of that week leading up to your cross and of the agony you must have gone through during that time, even before the thorns were pressed on your head, the lash tore into your back and the nails pierced your hands and feet. So for your unquenchable love, Lord, we praise you. You live with the knowledge that all this was to come. The torment of fear of waiting for the inevitable. Of wondering whether you could endure the pain and you did it for us. Taking the way of the cross so that we might discover the way to life. For your unquenchable love, Lord, we praise you. Yet it wasn't only the burden of fear you wrestled with during that week. It was equally, and perhaps more, the pain of hurt and disappointment. For he knew that Judas would soon betray you, Peter deny you, and your followers melt away into the darkness, leaving you to face your fate alone. You knew that, and you knew equally that we in turn would repeatedly forsake you. Yet still you carried on, your love refusing to be denied. For your unquenchable love, Lord, we praise you. You died for those who could not keep watch with you for even one hour. People like us, our spirits willing but our flesh weak. But you carried on regardless taking the way of sacrifice so that we might be cleansed from our sin and find forgiveness. For your unquenchable love, Lord, we praise you. 
Lord Jesus Christ, in this Holy Week. Receive our worship and praise. Receive our thanks. Receive what we are with all our faults and consecrate us to your service that we might walk the road that you walked. In Jesus' name, Amen. May the Christ who walked on wounded feet walk with us on the road. May the Christ who served with wounded hands stretch out ours to serve. May the Christ who loves with a wounded heart open our hearts to love. And may God's blessing, the blessing of God, the Father, Son and Holy Spirit be with us today and our journey through this most solemn of weeks. Amen.